Hello super coaches and welcome to another episode of the Morning Glory podcast. It's great to be back on uh, this Wednesday afternoon. Sure is. It's been a busy week at home, so I haven't had much time to put my head to Supercoach this week, so looking forward to the half hour to an hour chat. There's a bit to go through today. There is a bit. Plenty we're, to get through. We're not very prepared, but there's a few little uh, questions from the boys, um, and a little bit of info to go through regarding team lists, upcoming draw with Origin, um, and potential to, trade targets. We'll... To trade or not to trade. That's right. Are we are we saving? Because I'm sure we've all been uh, burning through those trades quick smart. Yes. And it's about now that we need to to look to save some. Um, because you might get to the back end of Origin and have used a couple of trades every week and find yourself in a bit of strife. I've really reined it in against the Whisperer lately, but he's been blowing some trade boosts. Yeah, he loves it. He'll, he'll be getting through those trades. <laughs> he's frothing on being in the top 1,000. That's right, and you, and you kind of need to go for there and stay there, but you can lose so many points in the last, you know, three to four weeks when you don't have trades and you get injuries and mm. you know COVID strikes or, or players are getting rested. So uh, keep those trades if you can. I feel like it's been a bit of a calm before the storm at the moment. It has. It hasn't been a bad. Like, we've had a pretty pretty calm period. It hasn't been too bad. So I'm waiting for it. Uh, let's have a look at the week that was. Um, it feels good to be on top. Uh, the yeah, Morning Glory boys got got a couple of wins over the weekend and uh, topped our group. I feel like we're repeating ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit like that. The Peanuts topped the group with uh, 12.39 and uh, Better Than Lego came in just behind at 12.03. But good to be breaking that 1,200 mark and it was a low-scoring week. What are you ranked now? Uh, not too sure. I'll have to go back and have a look. Um, I'm 3,600. Oh, lovely. So moving moving up. Very well up. I'm uh, 8,900. But there's probably not... I'm, my total score is 9,176. Yeah, so... What have you? Uh, what are we? Total total score... Yeah, oh, not much in it. Yep. Couple on 300 points. Yep, perfect. Yeah, I, I, jumped the, I jumped a fair bit this week, which was nice. Mm. Um... But another, another upset in the team was uh, Trash Truck, Michael Brown. He, he'd been struggling for a few weeks. He started hot and had a few injury issues, but he's taken down the uh, ladder leader, I think, was he? No. No, oh, no, no. no. I thought no, Jesse's what? leading the yeah, ladder, Yeah, five-year plan's going well there, so good on him. Good on him. Well, Mikey, he got a, he got a win anyway by seven points, scraped home. So. Scraping it. He's, he's absolutely limping home already, isn't he? It's good to see. So he, he got a win over uh, Chris, uh, Arthur Bettison's. Uh, Moosey went down to Drighton with a solid score. Um, Harry went down to Jesse, our ladder, ladder leader. But a low-scoring one there. Jesse got the win with... Uh, 1,075. Oh, what a let off. What a let off. So that would have been nice. Only only another eight points in that one. Uh, and then I got one over Timmy Walsham. Tim's battling at, at the bottom. He's got, a, he's got a pretty good team. I looked at his team and he just hasn't had any luck. No luck. Look, Timmy, I feel for you, mate. Keep, stick, hang in there. You're scoring well and your mates, your blokes are just beating you. When, when then you look down and see Cookie, top of the table... Winning with one thousand and seventy-five. Less than you. Less than you. you and could, oh, and he, he yeah. had he had Fafida who didn't do anything, and he had Semi Walker who yeah. didn't do anything. 
So unlucky, mate. You'll be right. You've got a bit of cash to spend there with Fafita now. If you wish to uh, mm. go elsewhere, that's the head-to-head. That's the head-to-head battle. That's the head-to-head battle. <laughs> that's going to happen. So Peanuts got a good win over Zach, who also scored well with um, one thousand one hundred and seventy-seven. He's got a good team. Great team. So good Great to knock him there. off. Go go check out Zach's team. And Sean got a win over Jonty, the Pod Master. Mm, absolutely loves a pod. Loves a pod. And enough. So and enough. So all the best this week, lads. Uh, rip in, uh, and good luck. Mm. Okay, what have you got for us, Jimmy? We going to dive into some team lists. Yeah, I think I think that's probably the way to go. Mm. Um, do you want to kick us off? I'll, I'll yeah, pull them up. I think everyone's pretty happy to see uh, a cheapy name for the first game of the round with Isaiah Tass in the centres there. Makes me nervous though with his job security. Uh, Tane Milne in the reserves, just waiting to come back. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen here. I like Tass. I I wish they just played him from the start. And mm. He was sort of the front runner. Um, I want to get him in to make some cash. Uh, it is a risk. Mm. And am I willing to take that risk? I think at the moment I am. But if he if he then um, doesn't doesn't keep that spot, you've then got him, which has given you a headache. You've got um, for me, it's Vaelia from the Warriors giving us headaches. Oh, he scored thirty four or something on the weekend with a try though. Take mm-hmm. away the try, did he score? He scored. Bloody so hell. he's gonna he, he's someone I'm trying to move on. Mm. Um, I'd I'd be looking to move on, and I'd feel more secure in Hass than Tass than him. The, um, the thing about Tass is 20,000 20, people have brought him in this week already. Yeah, a lot of people are getting in on him, and you don't really... You, you don't want to miss him. him. Yeah. You can wait a week. You can oh, wait think, a week. I don't think you can. Well, you can if he holds a spot long term, but... Oh, yeah, but... You, you could, you could, you're giving up 70, 70K. Like, he could be a two-week play, and I think it's worth it. He plays this week and next week, he makes 120K. It's worth. That's it. worth it. Yeah, it is. You know, he could than, be. He could even be a one week play. If he plays this week and goes big this week, gets another eighty score, he makes a hundred k, and, and you can sit, you can move him on or just sit him on your reserves and you, and you're happy. And sit him on the reserves. He might pinch another spot in a couple of weeks. Which which he will going into Origin. Yep. Latrell's going to be out. There's going to be times where he will play this year and he will make the money. Yep. So if you can afford to buy him, take the risk and sit him on your bench. I would do it. Mm. It is worth it. We'll touch on um, a lot of people uh, I'm in and about May to task, but we'll touch on May once we get to the Panthers team. Yeah, we'll touch on him later. dive back there. But yeah, regardless of what troubles you have in the centre wing, he's probably the number one pickup. Um, well, he is the number one pickup so far this week. Another guy in the fixture is um, Tim Marie Martin. Mm. Oh, I don't know what his BE is and what he's projected is to make some money, but he's... I think he's still... I think he's over negative 20. So, so he, he's 205k. He, 7,000 people have brought him in. He's minus 22 break even. Yep. Um, yeah, playing in fullback. I don't know where Tessie News tra- travelling on his return. Um, I'm not too sure. The talk, the talk is that even if New comes back, that he may hold it, which I don't think will happen, no. but he may go to 5'8". That'd be good. I think I think he could fit into five eight. You know, mm. big. He's pretty big boy running five eight. I I'd love to see it. I'd love to but see it. I'll tell you what, the Broncos just need to settle on settle on someone because you can't be challenging your hooker and your five eight and your fullback every two weeks. It's just ridiculous. No wonder 
No wonder they're having a few issues. If they just held with the same oh. guys, I reckon they'd be on a roll. Like, they've got the talent. They're a mess at the moment. And it doesn't help that their enforcers out for the week. Yeah, that's right. So, they, some more teamless news for the Broncos. Uh, Payne Hass is out with a shoulder. And Kurt Capewell is set to miss the trip to Sydney. A few boys have asked about Kurt Capewell. He's a, he, scratch him off. I, wouldn't. I think he's a... Yeah, I, I wouldn't go near him at the moment. Um, he's injured, so something's going on. Um, origin. He's, he's missing the week, and then he's probably going to get selected for Origin. So, I'd, I'd skip on him. 100%, yeah. Even though he's at midi price, um, it's not worth a look at the moment. Mm. I, I tell you, a bit of a pod move. I'll, I'm not going to do it myself. I own Payne House. I'm just going to sit him on the bench for this week. But a bit of a pod play, if you don't have... It's probably a luxury trade, but go and pay in house to Isaiah Papali'i. Yeah. Um, if if I had paying house in my team, um, I would not trade him. I would sit him on the pine. Uh, I think he's good enough to get through this. You watch Semi Walker, one of the smaller blokes in the league, play with his AC joint last year. They'll needle him up. They can give him two needles and he'll, he'll get through the game enough to pump out your points. Um, so I'd be holding Payne Hass, particularly now that he has a week off. I saw something that the uh, NRL physio put up um, about him having a week off will do him a world of good in the in the coming weeks. So uh, I'd be holding him. But if I didn't have him in my team or Papalihi and I got to pick who I would bring in, I'd bring in Papalihi. 100%. Uh, I can just see, I'm holding Hass, but I can just see... You know, he's, he's going to be struggling with this. I know you're saying Sam Walker played with his AC joint, but that was... He played with one arm. Oh, yeah, but he's played with one arm and pumped out 74 or something. That's true. That's true. But he's got Origin coming up as well, so he might miss some more games. I, I think he, I think he's he's a hold. Like, he is the a trade hold. is he, worth it, and he is a hold. And you're going to have to cop losing some points over the next yep. two months of footy. And there to are going to be down to, games. To be fair, he's not that expensive. No, he's cheap. It's not like he's top dollar. If you say he was 800k, yeah, go go house to Papalehi. But it's actually quite a jump to get to Papalehi anyway. So, yeah, even though it's not the best shout, a bit of a pod play. Yeah, definitely. The other thing to keep in mind with Papalehi, I'll just mention it because I was looking at this as one of my trades. He's got, um, what is it? Are we going into round nine? He's got a shock and draw. Yes. He's got a huge break even. He, he, he's got a pretty big break even. I think from off the top of my head, it's around 80. Um, and he comes up against the Panthers, Roosters, Sea Eagles, um, Raiders. And then he also misses round 13 with the bye. So you could... I originally had him penciled in my, my long-term plan. I was always going to get him because I liked his run home. But I wasn't going to pick him up until round 14. So that was that was when I was going to pick him up. Yeah. So I was going to pick him up around 14 against the Bulldogs, and then he goes on a great run. And the things I really like is his back end because I want him in my team for my semi-final and my final when he plays the Bulldogs and the Broncos. Yeah, I like that. So everyone, look at your team, see if you can somehow um, turn one of your cheapies at the moment into a couple of hundred k in the bank. Um, so you can then jump up to him in round 14. Because Papalihi also has a 123 or 125, I can't remember, in his rolling average at the moment. So he's got a break-even of 80 now. He's got a big score in his rolling average, which is going to drop out next week. If he doesn't score well against the Panthers, he's going to have two sort of 50 to 60 scores. The 100 drops out. 
his break even is going to go through the roof mm. and he's going to lose cash then against the Roosters and Seagulls. So if you're looking purely at money, you would not pick him up for another couple of weeks and then he's got the buy, so you wouldn't book him, pick, pick him up until round 14. Yep. In saying that, I'm still considering him this week mm. because I know I'm going to hold him till the end. Yep. So the money isn't that important for me and I'm happy to burn a trade on someone that I know will lose a little bit of money if they're going to be in my team at the end. Yeah. If there's anyone that you can guarantee that's going to be in your team or you want to be in your team for that run home, I'm never going to tell you not to put them in. Oh, Hass and Papalihi is the combo you want up top by the looks of it. Yep. Agreed. But I think wait on him. I, uh, he's too hot. He's too expensive right now. He's too hot right now. Just tough draw. I would wait. Cool the Jets for a few Call weeks. Cool the Jets. The buy around. Like, yeah. Okay. Let's jump into the next game. Uh, Friday night, we've got the Raiders versus the Bulldogs. I'm not sure if there's... Um, too much oh, to talk. Adam Elliott. People are talking about Adam Elliott. I wouldn't get, really go there. Um, he's cheap, 370k. He's got a negative break even. But what is Ricky Stewart doing? Like, Is, is he really going to be... Um, oh, Jack White must be pulling his hair out. Like, You've got a 5'8 that's only just transitioned to being a 5'8 or three, four years ago, whenever it was. He hasn't been there too long. He's got a hooker in the squad. He's got a halfback in the squad. He's got a fullback in the squad. Yet he's playing a winger at fullback. He's playing a middle forward at hooker. And, and I don't even know who he's playing in the halves at the moment. But Schneider, potentially. I don't even think... I think Frawley's in the halves. Yeah, Frawley's in the halves. And a hooker at, a hooker at halfback. So, well, Wyden's not even in there this Wyden's week. not in there that week. Shambles. But my point is, it's getting mixed around. You've got people playing in the wrong positions. It drives me crazy. Um, you just wouldn't go there. You just don't go near it. That's a headache for oh, We're going to touch on this. Oh, we missed actually talking about Corey Pax and how he's really stinking it up for everyone who jumped on him. I'm still happier getting on Pax than what I would be going Adam Elliott. It's a cash grab, it's a, um, yeah. which, which is fine, but then you're going to have a headache. And looking Probably. at Adam Elliott's scores, I'll just pull them up because this, this might, for whoever's going to buy him, this might convince you not to. So he scored 34, 35, 24, 29, 17, 30, 41. And then he's just got 104. But in a few of those performances, like he played 53 minutes round one for 34 points. He played 71 minutes for 35 points in round two. And then skipping ahead to round seven, he played 52 minutes for a 41. So I don't, I don't see it. I no. really don't see it. I don't like it. No, particularly when you've got Tom Starling on the bench. Like, yeah, Tom Starling comes on, Adam Elliott can shift to 13, but he's got so many back rowers that can play 13. Mm. It's just, I can't trust it. No, I wouldn't trust it at all. Even if I had Randall in my team, still, I'd just hold Randall. Yep. And then um, you've got, what else do you have happening here? You've got Max King back to the bench, which I don't think mattered because he played the exact same minutes starting last week, which was disappointing. Yeah. Um, I reckon we can push straight through here. Yeah, let's move on. Let's go. Um, this is one a bit, a bit of, a bit of talk here. Panthers versus the Eels. Will May hold his spot? A lot of people think he will, and Staines will drop out. Will Tor even come back in, or is it just like a? Well, just, he might not come back in. That's this right. Week. He might not. It might be the week after, but he hasn't been named on the reserves. He finally has. He's been back at training. The signs indicate that he will come in, but I'm not. I'm not convinced. 
when he comes in, it's a, it's a lottery. Oh, off form, everyone will say Tylan May should hold his spot and Toto comes in. And if that is the case, I think May actually stays on the left and I think Toto comes back in on the right. Mm. Uh, I think they keep the combination of May and Targo because they played together. And I think Toto will shift to the right. Where he used to play anyway. Where he used to play and Staines will drop out. That's what I would be doing. That's what I think is the most likely scenario. However, you just don't know. You, you just don't know. They might think um, that Tyler May has a little bit more work to do, but I think he's proved that he's a first grader. He should be in there. He's got go forward. He's got finishing. And Charlie Staines really hasn't done all that much. So it gives him more go out of the back, which mm. is important in the modern game. So I, I think keep Targo. That's my opinion. Keep May, you mean? Oh, uh, yes, sorry. Yep. Keep May. Yeah, yep. I. That's probably the smart move. Just hold him. But if you you could go early this week, drop him. Imagine if he was a left winger for the Panthers for the rest of the year. Yeah, and you dropped like, him. Like, would you would you trade him then? If if I said he's going to be the left winger for the rest of the year, would you trade him? Oh no way. Exactly. So you just got to wait one more week and you'll find out. But the, the issue is, who you going to move to get Tass in? Yeah, that's, well, that's who, the issue. Who, who People... I'm moving is Panasini. Well, okay, wow. I'd much rather hold Targo over Panasini if he was to be the long-term Yep, hold, May, hold May over and, Panasini. Yeah. Mm. Panasini's Sorry, I got... keep, saying, I keep yeah. saying Targo, not May. But yeah, Panasini's I... got a 33 break-even. He's only 460k. Look at his scores. He doesn't have the same ceiling. Yeah. So, yeah, you can go... And he's got a good run home. I like the Eels run home, mm. like I mentioned, but... He doesn't have the same ceiling. But he hasn't scored that many tries. It's a lot of base for Penasini. Yeah, that's great. Good on him. (laughs) The the Eels were apparently red hot for the first half of the year. Yeah, yeah. So if they're red hot then, what's going to happen when they score two two points a week? Um, I don't know. I'd I'd rather flick him on uh, and suck it up. It's, It's lower risk, I think. Mm. I'd hate. I'd be kicking myself. I already moved on Coates when I shouldn't have, mm. knowing he's high ceiling, and I've been kicking myself every week watching the Storm play, and I would not do that with another top two side winger a, on their scoring, their preferred scoring edge. What about moving on Stags? Well, I did consider that as well, but uh, I'm bitter about losing <laughs> Coates to pick up Stags, so yes, I'm not moving Stags on yet. Mm. Yeah, especially with that 82 in his role in average. Yeah, yeah, and I think they've got a pretty decent draw. I'm not, I'm not too sure. I don't have it right here. I can look it up. No, it's um, okay. Oh yeah, they've got a good draw. So round nine, Rabbitohs, Seagulls, average. But then they go Knights, Titans, Raiders, which is good. So Stags is going to be up and down all year. I think he's going to have his 90s, and then he's going to have his 40s, and you just got to cop that. But um, I would Penasini's the one that I would move on at the moment, unless you can, if you need cash, unless you can move on like a the Warriors and a Valia. I know, wish it was. You're only getting thirty k, but you're removing a headache. I wish that Rabbits game was later in the week. It's just a pain. Doesn't everyone? Yeah. Never yeah. Do you pull the trigger, or do you just say I'm not going to get him at all? You kind of need to make that decision and just be knowing your head. 
this is a decision I made. I can't go back. I don't want to pick him up next week. I don't want to screw with my plan. You need to get your plan now for the next few weeks, mm. particularly leading into Origin, and stick with it. Yeah. And what are the odds of us getting a bit of word um, early early tomorrow, uh, just before the game tomorrow night? You know, May's... Because is it twenty four hours before kickoff? Twenty four hours, yeah. So what's the time? What? Yeah, it could be all right. It could be. Let me let, let's have a look at the draw here. So seven fifty five that game. It'll be pretty well on kickoff. Yeah, <laughs> but there, there could be an early scoop. Seven fifty kickoff on the. So if we miss out by five minutes, mm. there could be a very early scoop. So I'd keep an eye on Thursday. It could be a last minute tr- pull of the trigger tomorrow night. Bang, May out. Potentially, that would be really good to see. But for me. It's worth the hold, and then next week I can trade him out again. Like next week trading him out, that's fine. I've got another five hundred k to play with next week, which is great for me. Yeah, it's just trading someone else out to get Tassin. Yeah, yeah. Which you just got to be comfortable with, and if you're not, you just don't pull the trigger. Mm. Mm. Just everyone in my centre wing at the moment's got to start a position, which is good. Mm. You don't. You may not need to bring him in, and that's another point. Look at your team value. So I don't know what team value you have, but um, guideline: if you've got if you've got twelve million bucks, you don't need even more. Yeah, thirteen million. Yeah, what what are we at? I'm twelve and a half, and you're yeah, closer to thirteen. Sorry, I got that wrong. I'm thinking of buy around having twelve players. Mm. Yeah, so if you have thirteen million bucks in your account, you don't need any more cash generation. That's my line I use. Mm. Get to thirteen million, and then work on. Um, Trading in players that you want. Keepers. Keepers and maybe some nuffs, but some lower players and moving people around in the positions you want them to finish in. Um, so if you're a bit short of that, look at your cash cows that you've got. Um, you may have a couple of cash cows you brought in over the last two weeks. Think about how much they're going to make and go, am I going to get to that $30 million threshold? If not, you should pull the trigger on, on someone like Tass. Um, because after Origin, you don't want to be doing that too often. You might do one after Origin. Yeah, I agree. I'm probably leaning towards ditching someone to grab Tass. Yep, fair enough. Yeah. Is there anything else in the Panthers versus Eels game and the team list that we need to analyse? Dylan Moses is back, back to six, which is great for the owners, but he's at the peak anyway. I'd be looking to move him on. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean you don't have him later in the season, but he goes through a tough patch and might be a good time to cash in some money. Nothing else? No, looks good. Okay, next game. Tommy Turbo, a couple of boys trying to look at get an in back. Wouldn't that yeah, be? Yeah, Manly versus the Tigers, 3pm on Saturday, afternoon game. Mm. Imagine grabbing him, whacking the sea on him against the Tigers. <laughs> he could... He could. He could go massive, and I, th- I think he's going to be huge for the Like, he didn't light the world on fire in the first four games, but I think he's going to go great now. Mm. Uh, I think all the teams in the conference sort of got a little bit of roll on. There's a bit more scoring, and I think Tommy's just going to click straight into gear. I think he's going to be into it. I'm not bringing him in right now. I hope he duds it up before Origin and then plays Origin, and I'll pick him up straight after Origin. But, you know, if he goes out and he scores... 150, I'd go, shit, I need, I need him in my team. He'll still lose money this week if he does that. So he's 170 break even. Yeah, he'll, so st- he'll still lose money. You, you don't need to get on him this week, but yeah, if he does that, it'll make you think twice. Yeah, I, I, I really, I don't think I can, without pulling my side apart, 
I can't have him until after Origin, um, which would be great. But, oh, geez, I'd be watching from behind the couch. Every time they played, I just wouldn't be able to watch. Mm. I wonder if we slept on... Did we sleep on Stafford Tower? Let me have a look there. Mm, not really. He's just kind of hanging around the 360k, just doing his thing there at fullback. But yeah, another cheapie to chat about, old Christian Tupelotu. I do not mind this at all. Oh, I like it. I was looking at him two weeks ago. I we, wanted him, but there, there wasn't the reason to buy him there because you had no, job, was, secu- no, no. job security. And as of last week, boom, Saab gone. Yeah. Boom, Brad Parker gone for the season. So you've got four weeks-ish, they think, for, for Saab where he's guaranteed. Yeah. Um, Minus 44 break even, 292k. Like, he actually could be a better shout than Tats. Yeah, he'd, he'd be the two... If I was looking for cash generation, I'd be looking at him and Tass. Yeah, and he could be a better player, even though he's more expensive. Um, he's got a little bit better job security. He's got potential. better job security over the next four weeks. Yeah, and a you know, pretty good matchup this week against the Tigers. Yep. Oh, Benny Trevojevic. Yeah, all, th- all three of them got named. First so, time. So Cool is pr- pretty well locked into that centre position, you'd think. Yeah, it's it's good for Cooler. Oh yeah. Um, what Brad Parker's injured injured. Brad Parker did his ACL, I think it was. Okay. But he's gone for the season, Brad Parker. Okay, see so Gary's think, even back in. Bloody hell. You'd think Cooler would hold his spot. Yeah, so who's been oh Saab's out. Saab's out. Harper's out and um and Brad Parker's out. Yeah. Yep. Jeez Louise. It's good. Josh Schuster comes back into the team. He came back in last week, but mm. look good. He's gonna having Josh Schuster and Turbo combining is huge. So who's playing on the left edge? Halome Guacamole is on the right. Who's on the left in in the left um, wing position? Oh, is that um, a Tupaluto? And Garrick's going to the right with Cooler. Oh no, you think that would swap? You think Garrick would have the left? That's his spot. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Garrick's normally on the left. It'd be mm. interesting to see what, what that runs. But mm. um, You'd think you'd match up Garrick and Turbo. Yeah, you'd, you'd think Schuster, Garrick and Turbo combined, combined really well last year. Mm. So you'd think they'd do, do a similar thing there. But wait and see. Um, I think Turbo back in, Schuster back in. I think Manly are going to go boom, boom. And against the Tigers, it's a perfect platform to get moving. I wonder if there's a world that you could go, um, this, this could be a bit of a wasteful trade, but you go old mate um, Tass this week and say he gets dropped next week, you can then still get Ben Trebojevic in next week if he's got any job security. Yeah, I don't, I don't like picking up Trebojevic uh, no. if you don't already have him. No, he's only 188k, but yeah, his break even. I'd prefer to pick up the winger. Well, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, I do like that. Because you've still got Morgan Harper sitting in the reserves at yeah. 19. Yep, um, yep. Who could slip back in at any any stage. Most likely. Mm, okay. So plenty plenty happening there. It's Imagine pulling the trigger on a double trade. Double cheapy trade? Yeah, so even if you go Penasini to... I think people will. If you go Penasini to Tass, and then you get news that May is out, then you go May to um, Tupelotu. Tupelotu. 100%. I like that. That would be some good cash generation. In your bank, you've got 800k just there. Yeah, if, if we get round to it and then he, he doesn't get named, then you just pull the trigger on the second trade. 
Mm. Yeah, that's nice. And and your your bulk your banking bulk cash, which is great. Mm. Okay, next game. Mighty Roosters up against the Titans, Saturday, five thirty PM at Mackay. Easy win for the Titans. Yeah, we'll see. We'll there's see. there's calls for the Roosters to resign. They'll be right. They'll be there at the back end of the year. They just need to get their shit together because mm. they're just looking a little bit out of shape at the moment. They looked better last year with only half their squad. They're fighting for that seventh or eighth position, I reckon. What do you think, Shauno? No, they'll they'll be fine. They'll be they'll be up <laughs> up for around the top four. So they'll be fighting out with the Knights for the eighth. <laughs> <laughs> Not at the moment, that's for sure. Jeez, isn't that a team list to look at? We'll get to them shortly. But um, nothing too much to comment on here. Angus Crichton retains the right edge, which is great. He played well last week. I think, I don't know what he scored, around 80. Mm. And it was all in base attack. So mm. no attacking stats, just base attack. He scored about 80 points. Yeah, he's a great shout this week. Um, we'll touch on that a bit later. There's yep. a Q&A coming in. Q&A coming in. Um, Strange to see word yesterday that Billy Smith would be or the other, Monday. Billy Smith would be named, and he's nowhere to be seen other than in the reserves. Yeah, which is fine. Like it, it was not that he'd be named, but he was available for selection. Uh, but he he also might not have the fitness. So he passed his fitness test, and he's available for, for selection, but he may not be fit enough. I wouldn't be surprised to see Paul Momorowski go out. And Billy Smith come in over the next few weeks. Well, it's not like the Roosters are lighting on fire with him in there. No, well, his defence hasn't been great either. Um, Roosters aren't going anywhere, so they'll look to inject some... Got to change something. Yeah, inject some uh, fresh blood in there. And a big out for the Titans, uh, which is David Fafita. Mm, imagine if you pulled the trigger on him a couple of weeks back. when. Imagine if you started with him, sold him, brought him back in, which a lot of people did. Oh, honestly... Uh, yeah, that would you would have been spitting chips, but he's I don't know, scored twenty three, was mm. it? Um, poor fella. And what's he done? He's done his MCL. Hasn't oh, he? Yeah, it's not good. He's been a shocking buyer for the Titans. Yeah, a lot of money. Um, nothing, okay. nothing else to talk about there. The matchup of the round: Knights versus the Cowboys. <laughs> This, how, how are the Cowboys in third? This could be a bloodbath. Who was it that asked about Tommy Dearden? Who, who, uh, oh, Moosey. Moosey. Way back. He asked about Tommy Dearden. He didn't like, pull the trigger. Like second, third, fourth round, like early on. We, we talked about it. We didn't know the Cowboys had the pedigree that they did because mm. after last weekend, they have proven to me that they are the real deal. He ended up pulling the trigger on Dylan Brown, though, so it was all right. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's come good. But um, Cowboys are someone I like at the back end too. Like after the last buy round 17, um, they, they look pretty good. They go Sharks, Tigers, Dragons, Bulldogs, Roosters, Warriors. Yeah. Finish with the Rabbitohs, Panthers. Last round doesn't count in Supercoach, so that's, that's a good time to play the Panthers. So Cowboys are someone, if they're still going well after the buy, I'd love to pick, a, pick up some Cowboys buyers. Absolutely. Yeah, they're someone to target on the back run for yeah. sure. So, Cowboys, Drinkwater holds a one, which is big for Supercoach, because I know a lot of people are looking at picking him up. Um, Jason Taumalolo in the 13, with Ruben Cotter named at 10. Um, Hamasai is still on the bench in 14, with Lukey Hess and Neme. The Knights, well... Whew. A lot of changes here. The halves, gone. Yeah, good got, call there. Got the axe. 
Texoy, Phoenix, Croslin into the seven and six. And then on the bench, we have Jack Johns, Safidi, Croker, and Pisami Solo. And Thompson at lock, which, you know. Leo Thompson at lock. Forever, whoever hold him, they'll be going, you beauty. Yeah. Because that isn't a strong bench either. No. They're looking depleted at the moment. And I don't know. Should should Caelan Ponga be going? People have been saying, should he go to six? Who do you, who do you play at fullback? Tex Hoy? Tex Hoy. Would you rather Tex Hoy be playing at fullback and Ponga in the halves? Well, I'd rather neither of them. I'd rather Munster there. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is, this is going to be a shocker, I reckon. Um, it's getting close to time to move on Randall. In yeah, the, Randall's in, break even of around 50. Yeah, in the coming um, weeks, you really got to drop him. Yep. Uh, and go from there. Yeah. I don't know if there's too much. I know the Knights have a lot of people coming back. So. Um, even um, uh, Braley is coming back shortly. Braley's mid-season, yeah. but you've got Kurt Mann coming back, who was desperately missed. You've got Barnett, who's, what, two weeks away? Yeah. Um, Fitzgibbons this week. back this week. It's, uh, I don't know, is it looking better? Not sure. Yeah, we'll see. Um, there's a few Cowboys we'll touch on, but we'll touch on them later with Q&A. Um, JTB, though, he, he, if you're still holding him from the start... I'm it's, holding him, and it's not because I want to. Every week, he's my number one trade-out target, but I'll, I'll find someone else to get rid of. What a headache. He is a headache. I'll tell you what I'd love. if I, I've just held him out of necessity, and then next thing you know, he gets named. I'd love Start that. in position, you grab him in. But it's not going to happen. And not with uh, Ruben Cotter playing up front with uh, Tao Malolo, and, and then you've got Jordan McLean. Like, I don't see that changing. And then... Their preference is probably with Lukey now coming on in the back row. Like, they can move, move their players around and Cohen Hess coming into the, the centre of the park. I don't think he'd be preferred out of any of those. No. Uh, with Griff- the footy they're playing, so... Yeah, yeah I, I, I just don't think they'll change it, but you never know. He's been named at 18 in the last few weeks. I don't know if he's fully fit, um, but we'll wait and see. I'd, mm. As long as I hold him, I hope he gets named, but... The week I get rid of him, he'll be named. Oh, yeah. Mate, we got the Sunday uh, 2 p.m. Clash Storm versus the Dragons. This has got oh. Captain written all over it. Um, yeah. That's a big game. Storm versus the Dragons. And it's not even a night game. They've given you a, a Sunday Arvo game. Mm. Uh, it just spells points. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Even though the Dragons have had some good form of recent. It hasn't really been against any decent opposition. No, and down in Melbourne, it's always mm. tough to go for any team. So, um, Jack Bird's back in the six for the Dragons. Um, for the Storm, Harry Grant still named at nine, Josh King at 13, and Brandon Smith, 14 on the bench. Um, not too much to go into there. No, uh, yeah, not that much to touch on at all. Let's keep moving. Sharks versus the Warriors. Um, not a heap of change here. Talakai holds his position, of course. Um, yeah. It, yeah. There's not... Finucane's back in the lock, and McInnes goes to interchange. Yeah, so it's still a hold-off on McInnes. Just, let's just wait and see what happens with him. Andrew Fafita's still in the reserve, so yeah. he's a headache. I don't see him getting back in when everyone's fit. Um and that's, a, that's about it, really. Yeah, I'm just going to pull up McInnes and see where we're sitting with him. 
He's not a player yet. He's, even though he pumped out 65 points the other day, and his break-even's 43. Um, he's 475k, but coming off the bench, it's just not... Not there it's, yet. No, it's, things just haven't gone his way just yet. So are there any other cheapies we need to run through? We, um... Um, yes, yes, there is. There's No, not cheapies, but money grabs. So the money grabs that we've chatted about is Isaiah Tass, Christian Tupalutu, who are both really good options this week. Yep. Um, Christian Tupalutu with the better job security, but there's more money to be made with Tass. Adam Elliott, I, I think he's an avoid, even though a lot of people are jumping on that. I'd agree. But not a cheapie. But a good money grab, Xavier Coates. He's a very quick pump and dump. He's 520k, so he's expensive, but he's still got his his minus 69 break even. Coming up against the Dragons this week, he could be good as you know a one or two week play, a two week you know two week play even. Yeah, I was. I thought he was going to have three good weeks mm. um, when I got rid of him. We were talking about it. Um, I said he's not a sell, but out of necessity, I did. I wish I got rid of Panasini, but I thought he'd have three good weeks, and then he goes into the Origin period and a bit of tough, tough rounds. Um, yeah, so pick him up. It's only short term, but you can make money, or you hold him for the whole time and reap the rewards at the back end. But it's a lot of money to be keeping on your bench, particularly when he's probably going to drop money. If he if he bags three centuries in a row, uh, he makes it good cash over the next couple of weeks. Ditch him. Well, the argument is, um, and something I've always struggled with. I always go for players like Tass. That's one hundred and seventy-five k minimal risk. You know, you can just sit in there. If things go bad, you can sit on your reserves. Um, but he's going to make us. You know, if we're lucky, a hundred odd k. You look at the good guys in Supercoach, and they make their money in the their premium players, top-end premium players over, a, say, a five-week period when they've got a good run of the draw. So they'll pick up Dylan Brown, for example, at 400000 and sell him at six eighty. They'll pick up Coates at 500000 and sell him at seven twenty. So they've made so good they've made money. Good money very whilst quickly. bagging the points. And getting points, exactly. Rather than making shitty money very slowly on cheapies. Over, you over no... 15 weeks, 10 weeks, they can make it in short term, they can bag the points while they do it, and they flick it over, and they just play based on matchup and break even. Mm. So, Bit of a play there for you. Yeah, mm. I don't mind it. Yeah. I, was, I was considering it. Mm. You could even go crazy, whack a VC on him as a huge pod player, and then whack the C on Heinz. <laughs> very crazy <laughs> okay what else have we got here Jimmy we've got a couple of Q&A's or are you going to um, touch on the origin draw for us and the buy round yeah let's touch on the origin draw quickly so the buy round. origin's coming up we're going into round uh, is it 9 this week mm, it is So we, it's flying along we're going into round 9 this week um, and the first buy is round 13 so it's only 4 weeks away you've got to start thinking about it a little bit I don't put a lot of emphasis on the buy rounds because I'm really playing head to head. It's not worth breaking the bank and break and using all your trades to lose anyway. But a lot of the guys are playing overall and they wanna they wanna win that overall. Yep. Well they might not win, but they wanna be in top thousand or, mm. or top five thousand mm. or what, whatever their mm. personal goal is. So but, it is an but important That's period. true. But all those guys who are doing that, I'm still beating them. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so get, little, that, get that up, yes. A <laughs> little, little bit of a sledge there. So um, the teams that we've got with the first round buy, um, 
Broncos, Dragons, Eels, Knights, Rabbitohs, Sharks, Tigers, Storm. So essentially, you look at those teams, and when you're thinking about making a trade, if you're tossing up between two blokes, look at who doesn't have that first round buy, and pick the other person. So essentially, you're looking at 13 players on the field, and then you've got all your reserves and whatnot, but a comfortable number for buy round is around 12 players. So if you look at your team and see how many players you've got, and then go, okay, I've only got nine players. So I think you should be aiming for at least 12. Um, So look at that, pick a couple of trade targets. Great example, Scott Drinkwater. Two easy weeks, couple of hard weeks against the Storm and the Panthers, which isn't great, but he plays the next round against the Titans. So you're bagging the points in that buy round, Scott Drinkwater against the Titans. If the Cowboys keep their form up, he could go big, and you could be whacking a VC on him. A little tip there for any um, uh, noobs with technology. If you go onto your app, go My Team, click on the Tools tab, and at the bottom there, you can go show show buys and click on you know your round thirteen or round seventeen, and that'll highlight the players who are playing in the buy round. I didn't even know you could do that, so that's a good for me as a newbie. Yeah, it's, it's nice to be able to go and see oh, that. That's, yeah, that's really a really yeah. good tool. I'll definitely be using that. But if if I have a look at the teams that are playing, which are the the other eight teams, which is Bulldogs, Cowboys, Panthers, Raiders, Roosters, Sea Eagles, Titans, Warriors. You go, they're playing that round. So who are they playing? The Bulldogs play the Panthers. So that's not great. You're not really going to be targeting the Bulldogs guys. Cowboys play the Titans, which is great. Next one's even better. The Panthers play the Bulldogs in round 13. So your Panthers players are going to absolutely pull in some cash in that round. Potentially. No Nathan Cleary. No Nathan Cleary. But you look at last year, they still your key guys still scored well in that round. They they step up. They're a pretty good system. Sea Eagles. They play the Warriors that round. Um, yeah, no DCE, no Turbo. That could be one for the Warriors. Could be one for the Warriors. Go Valia. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, could, he, he could bag two tries and still go sub-50. Um, so have a look. Look at your team. Aim for about 12 um, and really target those, those guys that are going to be playing. And then over the next three to four weeks, I think it's three weeks in between the two buys... Um, you then look to start bringing in the guys that are playing uh, the second round 17. Um, And for me, being head-to-head, I'm targeting... So for me, I I pretty much round, like right off round 13, purely because if I burn trades trying to get it right for round 13, I then have to try to get my team in order for round 17 and for the back end of the road. So... All I do is look at round 17 primarily and then the back five to six games. Which it works really well this year as well because you've got, play, you got Rabbits, you've got Eels, Sharks, the Storm. Like you've got some quality teams playing in, um, in that round 17 so you can target those players. That's right, yeah. Uh, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I re- I've... The Storm are always good. The Sharks have a great run home, so I'm, I'm looking at those guys. Um, the Stags Eels have even. a great run home, so I'm looking at those. Stags, another reason to keep him. 
it just suits my strategy that I'm using, but your strategy could be different. And a lot of the guys that are going overall, they'll they'll change their teams for both buy rounds to maximize the points because they can jump so many more positions in that buy round when they get a good score. So good luck. That's a tough one. But uh, rip in. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I wouldn't... One thing, don't stress too much about getting it right. You can really just leave your team as is, make one or two changes and really get lucky. Yeah, if you're playing head-to-head, the theory the theory is you don't change anything. Mm. You look at the players that are going to be missing, obviously, um, and if you're making trades around that, but you're not changing your strategy. Another little tip for you is if you go um, for any noobs out there, go view league. And then in League Tools, you can go to Results and Fixtures. And then top right, click on the round so you can go Round 13. And look at who you're versing that week for head-to-head. So I'm versing uh, Kingers, um, which I think is Tim. And you can have a look at his team at the moment and how he's setting up. If if you can tell he's targeting that Round 13 big time, you can go, well, what's the point of even trying? He's going to beat me. In round 70, I'm actually versing this bloke. He's got a pretty average team. I'll, I'll sort it out for that. Yep. It gives you a little bit more info to base your team around. Definitely. So a few questions, questions that have come in. Um, did you want to go through those players that have yeah, been yeah, sent through? Yeah, so thanks, Sean and Brownie, for sending in some questions. We've got... Uh, Cody Walker versus Scotty Drinkwater, both in the 5'8 position. Uh, Drinkwater's got the flexibility of fullback, but you're probably not really going to um, ever use that feature there. Um, Cody Walker, 515k. He's got the negative 8 break even still. Uh, and a really nice draw. Broncos, Warriors, Canberra, Tigers, Titans, and the Dragons. So absolutely money. Uh, meanwhile, Drinkwater has a pretty good draw for the next two rounds, and then it gets a bit ugly. He's got the Knights, the Tigers, and then Storm Panthers. Um, yeah, and he's 600k. So, to me, it's an absolute no-brainer. Cody Walker's the pickup there. He's cheaper. Um, he's got a better draw for a longer period. Get him yeah. now or don't get him at all, really. He's not going. They're not going hot the Rabbitohs at the moment, but he's still the last couple of rounds. He's punched out some scores. He got eighty odd and then ninety nine. Um, he's got an easy run. I'd I'd be going Walker to be honest. Scotty, yeah, Scotty's got a pretty hefty price on him. He's going to go up obviously. Um, you don't even know how long he's going to hold his position for. You've got to keep him in the team, surely. But like the, yeah, ham- the hammer's so. sitting there waiting to come back. He's a risky. Play. Like if you got if you got the balls, go for it. He's a pod play. He, as I said, he plays that round thirteen against the Titans. Um, is is a good one to pull in short term. Do they but, both play um, round thirteen or just drink water? Um, just drink water. Okay, well that's Rabbit, something. don't play round. Okay, 13. so that's something to think about there. Yeah, but it it's it's a targeted. It's a targeted recruitment. If you if you're looking more long term, you you don't go with uh, drink water. You're pulling you in. You're taking. You're, you're targeting points. Mm. Targeting points, not cash. Um, you're pulling him in. You're, you're banking the points, and then you're moving him on. He's got a tough matchup this week against the Knights. 
Yeah, you could go 200 against the Knights. <laughs> Uh, the other one, uh, Sean, I asked, Angus Crichton versus uh, Ruben Cotter. To me, again, it's Crichton. So 515k, he's got a 45 break even. He is playing Origin, which is a downside. Cotter might play Origin as well. Really? Yeah, I reckon. I reckon. Is he a Queenslander? Queenslander. Okay. Utility. Okay. I'd, like, he's someone they can have on the bench. He can play middle. He can play um, hooker. Like, he's someone that will give you 100%. And I couldn't see him getting a, a Guernsey. The only reason I'd go for Cotter is if you're trying to move on someone like Randall or Tommy Starling. I like uh, Cotter for that exact reason. He's got I'd that give, dual I'd, position. I think he's a better prospect than McInnes now. People were eyeing off McInnes. Yep. I think Cotter's the man. Um, if I'm getting him in, I'm getting him in a hooker for Randall. Mm. Or um, Starling. And he's someone that you can... Or Starling, whoever's there. Mm. And I'm running him next to Harry Grant. Yep. So I'd love to do that. And he plays round 13 potentially. Yeah, and I just don't have the cash. Um, but I think Angus is back. Angus, you know, as I said, pumped out 80 in base attack. Um, he's all, a good prospect. All four of those players are potential buyers this week. It depends on your team. It depends on you, you the style of play you want to play. Um, yeah, but I think Drinkwater's the one I would be putting a line through. If I was blessed with trades, I'd be I'd be trading uh, Gus in and Cotter in, but I just they're not priorities for me in the second row. No, not but, with some cheapies like hanging around in the centre wing that you could be. But if you can make some money off, you know, some of these you know cheapies that we've been talking about earlier, they're guys I'd be targeting, particularly if they both get selected with Origin and then on the back end of Origin they're reduced minutes over that period and. They don't go up in price. I'd be targeting them after because the Roosters and uh, the Cowboys have a good, good run home. Yep, I like that. Um, mate, trades. You thought about your trades this week? Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I have, but um, not in detail. So I'm hoping. I'm hoping to go no trades, but since we've done this pod, I might be burning another two trades. I've pretty well traded every week. So I might be burning more trades just to get the cheapies in. I don't need to make any trades this week. I think I am going to make a trade, and then over the next few weeks, I'm holding off. How many trades you got left? Uh, I've got 28 left. Me too. Um, and I've got three boosts. Me too. Yep. So feeling okay in my position. Um, trade this week would be Penasini out and Tass in. Mm. Just to bank, you know, whatever that is. 280k uh, and then I'd be going Fenua Blake to Papalehi mm, juicy so yeah skip on uh, um, Tupalu 2 if that's yep. his name yep I'd skip and why is that because why is that my front row has been hurting me it's something that I've really wanted to strengthen up the whole time and I was always going to do it through Tanua Brown um, but I don't have the cash to do that. Fenua Blake's losing anywhere from 20 to 40k this week. Um, once he drops down to 450, he's not really worth moving on. So I want to pull the trigger on him this week. Um, and then it will really firm up my team. Um, happy with my fullbacks being Pappy and Hines. Happy with my halves being Walker, Munster, Cleary and Taff. Um, happy with my second row of Talakai, Okaluyuato, and Tupanua. 
with Arrow on the bench not being played at the moment. Um, and then up front, once I can get um, Papalihi in, then I'll slide Arrow up to in the next couple of weeks to, to match him, and I'll be happy up there. And then Harry Grant up top. Jio is actually someone you can move on at the moment. He's reached his peak, 500k. Mm. He hasn't scored a try. Has Origin coming up. Has Origin coming up. He's someone I'd target to move on at 500. Um, bit sideways to go to someone like Crichton. I think he's a hold. He's doing a job for you. For me, it's a hold. He's not a priority. But if you're looking for someone around that 500k to move on and make it some money, Jio is definitely one of them. Mm. I will say, Max King's been the super coach god of the year so far. He has, but I still think he's got more to give. He does, mate. He's, <laughs> he does. He's got a 36 break even. He's 400k and still pumping out scores. I'm he's like, been played... I did not think I'd be playing him this much. Oh, I'm playing him every week. He's been a hero. And that's why my front rows suck. I'm playing Fenua Blake <laughs> and Max King, but I bought Fenua Blake for like 500k, and Max King's pumping out the same scores, so... Oh it's mate, what disheartening. about? We didn't touch on this, but Brody Jones injured, so he's nowhere to be seen in the team. Um, you got Fitzy back, you got Barnett coming back. A lot of people will have him, and you got Frizzell back. A lot of people pulled the trigger on him for a short-term play. He's only made seventy k for you. Um, I think got, he's got to move go. on him soon. Yeah, because he's going to come back and probably play off the bench. Yeah, I'd move on him. Not um, yet, because he's not going to lose you any money, but it's probably a something you got to think about shortly. Yeah, definitely. It's not a failed experiment, 70k. No, I had a similar thing in the early days with Hiku, brought him in, made 65k and went, oh geez, that wasn't how I expected it to go, but I cut ties early and mm. and moved on from there, which I'm glad I did. Mm. Um, yeah, okay, well my captain talk for the week, I, I really think it's a good week to go pod play, especially if you're needing to catch up on some points. Um Nathan Cleary is going to be the obvious VC early in the week. He's got a tough matchup against the Eels, though. So I'm actually leaning towards not doing that um, and going VC on Cody Walker and hoping he lights it up against the Broncos. Like that, particularly with no big man in Payne House up there. Yep. So I think that's a really good shout. Um, if you still own Teddy, I also like um, getting on Teddy for a VC. I like Teddy. Yeah, I think he might go really well this week. Who's his matchup? Titans. Yeah, yeah. Have a crack at Teddy for a VC or Walker for a VC this week, and and skip on um, Cleary, and then the obvious captain choices: anyone from Melbourne Storm, um, or anyone from the Sharkies. You know, Talakai, Hines, Paps, Grant, Munster. Yeah. Yeah, I'd skip them all and just put it on Paps. Yeah. That's what I've got. I've got C on Paps. Um, I'm going to go Pod Move, VC Walker. Uh, I like that. I like that a lot. That's um, yeah. I'll go VC on either Cleary or Walker, and then put the C on Paps. Mm. And what you can do, say you go Cody Walker, right? He he scores about a hundred or a hundred and thirty, or you know, let's say hundred, and then Nathan Cleary absolutely um, lights the world on fire. We can go. Okay, well, I'm just. Gonna, I'm not going to loop here. I'm going to wait and. Uh... You're not looping this week, like with Pap, with Paps in the form he is. The Dragons playing the, the Storm. You're not looping anyone, unless they score over 150. Yeah. They score 125. 
and you're not you're not looping them. Mm. Yeah. Um, so you've got to pick. There's no point in picking these guys that when they go well they score 120. You know, even your Harry Harry Grants. Um, you know, he's he goes well. He he has a great game. He scores 120. It's that's unbelievable. Uh, you want guys with super high ceilings. Your Clearies, mm. your 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 Walkers, uh, someone on a wing. A wing. Mm. So pick either a winger or a half for your VC because you're not going to loop them unless they go plus 150 this week with Pappy on Sunday against the Dragons. And you kind of want it to be a bit of a pod play too for the loop. You don't want everyone else to be doing the same thing as you or having the same options. Yeah. If you loop, you want it to be you get an advantage over every, over the field. You do. Unless the whole field puts the VC on Nathan Clear and he gets 195. Yeah, then you just leave it on Paps and he's probably going to do the same. <laughs> True. You won't lose too much. Um, yeah. Okay, guys. Excellent. It, Good session. Yeah, that was a very enjoyable pod. Yep. We've pumped Great. out. We've pumped out nearly an hour, mate. We're back to our old self. Oh, we feel good. I didn't feel good last week about last week's pod, but, um, you know, we're back into it. We're fresh. We're doing it on the run, yeah. which I love. Um, and I'm looking forward to footy this week. Me too. It's coming into Origin Love, Origin period. Mm. I um, had a meeting at work today, and we normally go to a couple of pubs over the Origin period, so I've got the job of teeing up a pub to watch Origin. So any suggestion, boys, let me know. Not Maitland. I'm not heading out to Maitland. Brownie. <laughs> not out there. Uh, somewhere in Newey, probably. Oh, and Cookie will be giving you a shout for um, RG Hotel. He loves it there. RG Hotel. Big screen, playground for the kids, good beer garden. Cookie spends most weekends there, does he? Loves it. I, I do like the RG Hotel. They've had a bit of renovation out there and mm. go there for a work schnitty, you know, a little cheap, cheap schnitty. We might have to have a chat with them, see if they'll sponsor the pot. That'd be that'd be unbelievable. <laughs> well, we've we've got a total of fifteen listeners. So surely. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening, guys. This is the Morning Glory podcast. Have a good week.